Oh, hey, y'all. You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately, my life has gotten way, way, way more busy, and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. Let me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And... There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Y'all, do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared? One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli, and it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all, what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here are some facts. Factor, they make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious, Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off. That's code comingoutpod50 at factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50. Get 50% off! Bye! Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, y'all. So we've never really done this before, um, but we wanted to talk to you a bit before this episode because we know for certain that it's going to be a controversial <laughs> one. And um, there were just some things that we wanted to warn you about as just a little trigger warning because some of you uh, might want to opt out of this one. And if you do, that is totally okay. And we respect you. Yeah, but we just wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up and also just uh, sort of let you know where we were coming from uh, in the recording of it. Exactly. And why we have chosen to post it, even though it's controversial. So... We interview Buck Angel, um, who some of you may know from Instagram. He uh, refers to himself as Tranpa um, because his whole mission statement is talking about his experience and um, having come out uh, as trans uh, 25 years ago when that was not a recognized thing at all and having you know gone through a lot to get to where he is. Um, and his whole mission is really to be there for youth and to have potentially difficult conversations, but nuanced ones about what it is to be trans and allow us as a community to speak about the ways in which we disagree on these on these topics in the hopes of greater understanding for everybody. And as Buck says himself in the episode, uh, the opinions expressed are his own. And we asked questions and listened and engaged in healthy debate. So, you know, that said, um, there are certainly going to be those of you out there for whom Buck's experience bumps up against your own. And we just want you to know that we see you and respect each of your individual experiences and that Buck's does not negate yours, just as yours does not negate Buck's. Um, 100%. So in terms of the trigger warning part of this, I think it can kind of all be encapsulated in saying that uh, the, the baseline of the of the conversation has to do with the fact that Buck refers to gender as biological. Um, so biological man, biological woman. It's okay to disagree with some of the guests that we have on. <laughs> and Buck even said during it, if you disagree and you want to talk to him directly, he is very open to talk. Yes. And I hope that people will do that yes. if, if they want to. These conversations are so scary to have. Mm -hmm. um, I, you've heard me talk before on the podcast about how I'm terrified of conflict. This conversation, this recording was was scary for us. It was, there, it was hard. But ultimately, we feel it's important to release it because if we just make the decision like, nah, let's not release this one, then then nothing is going to potentially move forward. No. So, Censorship uh, is really yeah. not the way to uh, greater understanding. <laughs> I so think we're... point blank. <laughs> um, we tried to approach this conversation with as much nuance as we recognize that identity encapsulates. <laughs> Truly. Um, it's just not black and white. So that's the spirit in which we're posting it. And we, we're interested to hear anything you guys have to say. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Finally, and as the editor of the podcast, maybe most importantly for me, uh, it, I have to let you know that around, you'll hear it, minute 48 or so, uh, for just a few minutes in there, we had to use the Zoom audio for my track because my recorder turned off. So... <laughs> That is my fault. It is only for a few minutes. Please bear with us. Thank you. So great. That's all we wanted to say. And um, either uh, bye and we'll see you next week. And don't worry about listening to this episode or enjoy the episode.
Enjoy. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Hi. Welcome to Coming Out with Lauren and Nicole. We are a weekly podcast where we have queer folks on from all walks of life. They tell us the tales of how they came out to friends, family, and the world at large. Because who doesn't love a coming out story? Uh, Today, we are so excited to have Buck Angel with us. Hi, Buck. Oh, my God. I feel so so special. Thank you. (laughs) As you should. (laughs) You are special. This has been like months of emails going back and forth. I know. Seriously. No, it's been a year. It's been oh my, oh my god, god. A year. Wow. <laughs> it's been so well, it only took a pandemic. Worth the you wait. Know? <laughs> yeah. You guys really stayed on my ass, which I appreciate very much. But you well, were very good to at release that. a virus. <laughs> totally. Oh, Damn geez. it, we did. We claim no responsibility. <laughs> um no, we truly I I love following you. It is an honor to have you. Here, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, all of that is great and everything, but I'm I'm here because I care about the kids. I'll be honest with you. Uh, is really my focus and I'm old now and I've been in this community forever and doing activism or whatever you want to call it and now I just really am here for the younger generation so that they can actually see their future because I didn't have that when I was their age yeah you're all of your posts are so infused with that with that intention it's just and and you sign all of them trampa that's right and you have a (laughs) trampa I'm a trampa (laughs) so tell us for those who may not know you who are listening tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about yourself Sure. So, right on. So, uh, if you don't know, I'm a transsexual man, and uh, I was born female 57 years ago, and I never felt like a woman. And I actually grew up in the San Fernando Valley, and it was in the 60s and 70s when we had no social media, no none of the stuff that's happening today. Mostly, I, people thought I was a gay woman as I got older, and I really was very butch and masculine. And you know, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't have a bad childhood. I had a childhood that's really kind of normal on some on some sense. I was a tomboy, right? That's what we called it. My parents were amazing they just raised me on some sense like a boy everybody thought I was going to grow out of it I clearly did not grow out of it I grew into it but you know I had my transition 25 years ago from a woman to a man when nobody was doing this yeah. I went through hell in my in my puberty I went through hell in my early adulthood I traveled the world as a female model I was into drugs and alcohol I snorted cocaine like up the I mean I was crazy you guys I had suicide attempts I mean I'm doing this in a nutshell because I would have to be here for hours if I told you my story. It was insane. I was suicide attempts a couple times when I was around 16, 17, put into a mental hospital because they thought I was crazy because I kept saying I'm a man, not a woman. You know, these are the uh, privileges that our youth has today. They can say I'm transgender. They didn't even have a word for that for me back in the day. So, um, you know, I had a really horrible middle part of my life, which is like my early adulthood into the time I transitioned. I was not focused. It wasn't until I got sober and around 28 or something. And I'm 30 years sober from drugs and alcohol now but that's the thing that really put me in a space to understand but that said I didn't have the internet I couldn't google transition or transsexual yeah. or transgender no nope, yeah. not even so most of my early I would say 20s into my 30s I, I, I was a gay woman and that's where I felt the most comfortable as a butch female because most of my girlfriends were straight but they you know we had a woman relationship but I was very masculine and they treated me like a man it wasn't ever really a weird thing but there was no guys like me and it was a very difficult space to be in on some level because I was still a girl 
And um, it wasn't until I got a therapist who said, wow, Buck, I really believe you are a man. And how can we do this? And there was no internet. There was bookstores. Remember the different life? I don't how I don't know how old you ladies are. And I know it's hard. It's not cool to ask women <laughs> how old they are. No, I remember bookstores. I remember bookstores. I remember bookstores. buying my first, Nicole, you'll like this. The first book I ever bought, I think it was freshman, not the first book I ever bought, the first queer book I ever bought. It was when I thought I was bisexual at the time. And I bought this book uh. called Dual Attraction. I never read it. I never even opened it. I was like too scared, but I bought it and I put it on my shelf and I was like, one day I'll deal with this. Right on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I remember when you couldn't go online. No, and, like, it access didn't even information. exist. Yeah. No. 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 And then there was, and then there's also the added like risk of being seen going Ugh. into a bookstore. Yes. Whoa, yeah. So you don't, you don't get the anonymity that you can that you That's have on right. the computer. So scary. So, I mean, literally having to leave your house and be like, okay, if I'm in my neighborhood or in an adjacent mm-hmm. neighborhood and somebody sees me, I, I, I'm willing to take this risk. Totally. It's mm-hmm. why I didn't do it till college. <laughs> like, literally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's something the younger generation needs to hear on so many yes. levels. The entitlement and, the, and really the space they get to be in is so much more free. I got that shit kicked out of me a lot because I was very masculine woman and sometimes they couldn't tell if I was a boy or a girl and people got very upset at me for that and they would chase me down and oh my god it was insane what I what I dealt with it but it really gave me a thick skin in order to be this guy I am today and I get attacked by my own community on some level I get attacked by these insane people who just don't understand where I came from and you know when people are entitled they forget where they come from and so you know part of my really activism today which is really an over use statement anyway activism it, the part of it really is to really make sure we don't forget our history and yeah. not just my history but the history of the LGBT community mm-hmm. it wasn't always LGBTQIAP it wasn't always <laughs> that it was LGBT and we dealt with each other respectfully we do not respect each other anymore mm-hmm. and I'm not sure why that is that's why I respect the fact that you asked me to come on your show you know a lot of people um, feel that my voice is too strong on some level and feel that the way I speak speak is very opinionated which is true but that said I think it's important to push against an agenda or things that we're not allowed to talk about I so agree with you on that I mean I think you know it's the whole like obviously free speech and things is a a, a very difficult conversation and Mm -hmm. very extremely nuanced um and the you know who are you hurting and if you say certain things and whatever Mm -hmm. and to what extent um but that said you know we if we are told you can only say that you can only refer to yourself or other people with these specific things Mm -hmm. if there's anything outside of that Mm -hmm. then you're you know you're being a bigot or you're being ignorant or you're whatever if we're only allowed to use certain vocabulary or only allowed to have certain opinions Mm -hmm. then in some ways we could become just as bad as the other side that's bigoted that's a bigoted space it's also fascist it's also not part of the LGBT community I can't I used to be a woman and I used to be a gay woman go fuck yourself (laughs) I have three (laughs) lives so I can speak on a lot of things and I lived as a woman now a lot of times I do but heads with trans women not all I have a many trans women friends but there are some who are very adamant to say that they there's no such thing as biology and they they never were a man I'm like you were raised as a man don't you dare come at a woman's space and tell women they don't know what they're fucking talking about they were literally raised in a woman's space I grew up in a woman's space I understand feminine femaleness more than any other transgender woman who was not raised in that space and so I'm not what what, what I'm trying to say here is this we have this idea 
idea that you can just self-ID as trans and all of a sudden magically you're trans and all of a sudden magically you were raised as a woman or a man. That's not true. We are biologically male and female. Most of us were not raised as, as the opposite gender that we're in. And so we need to start respecting the voices specifically of biological women because I, th- I feel like they're being pushed aside by a very big group of people who are saying this is not real women are not it, gender is a social construct do you know how was, demeaning well, that is to you? you that's demeaning yeah. to you i was gonna ask you about that so mm-hmm. you know and with all due respect i say this like truly for all of our listeners out yes. there like with all due respect to yes. wherever you stand on on all of these issues because honestly like I said this is an extremely nuanced conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's and like people don't want to have we're it. Not we're not having it in a nuanced way at the moment. No, and we're not having yeah. it in a nuanced way. And like yes. and and the way ultimately the way that people identify is as is and can be as unique to each individual as each individual That's is. Right. Um right. and that is I think bottom line what it comes down to, but mm. in terms of the well, in order for me to step into this space, I need to negate somebody else's experience. I know that's that's not okay on any on any level, no matter who is doing it to, to mm-hmm. who. You know that that's when. It but really can I becomes, say something to you? you know? And why I yeah. get very upset about this because yeah. I'm a goddamn feminist, and as a woman before my life, now as a man, I fought for women's rights. I know exactly what the fuck you women have to deal with on a daily basis. Now that said, it's weird to me that men, biological men, do not come after me the way transgender women come after biological women. I'm shocked. I'm in the gay men's space. I hang out with gay men, all biological, cisgender, what is what they call you now. I ref- I'm not really into the cisgender label. It's cool if you are. I'm not. I'm into more speaking factually. And factually, you are a biological woman, and so am I. <laughs> Even though I don't look like one, I am a biological woman, and that's the reality of it. But that said, how come the gay men don't come after me the way I think transgender some, and I don't want people to misunderstand me here, there are some very radical-based transgender women who are literally coming to space and negating what women, biological women, have to say and not and not letting them say, but our experience as raised societally as women is different than yours as feeling female. It's different to feel female it's than to external versus internal. And That's right. We have to sure. understand. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. Just, again, it comes down to nuance where it's like yes. we feel like we have to make everything very black and white and definitive not, and that's yes. not a super no. healthy way to talk about anything because layers so i get called a turf do you know that i get called a turf because i have these conversations and i'm far Mm -hmm. from a turf i think women trans women are women sometimes when they when they do something that actually helps them become in this space now that said this is a hard conversation to have but again i told you i'm the guy who'll have the conversations because i don't care what people think about me and i feel like if i push it out there then it creates that people are too scared to talk like this i oh i don't know why because the thing is is that if we don't have the conversation, what's happening right now is happening. So, so, so that said, I'm not sure why the some of these trans women do not want to respect the voice voices of biological women saying, "Hey, wait, can you meet us in the middle? We want to have a conversation with you. We feel like you are overpowering us because you come from male privilege. You grew up as a man, whether or not you know it or not. You have male privilege as a transgender woman because that's where they come from. So they come with this energy." That's different than biological women who are not raised with that energy. We all, all three of us know 
how it is to walk the world as a woman. And you have to push yourself in spaces. You, there's things you have to do that nobody raised as a man will ever, ever know about, ever. No, sure. And I, I think like, oh, what was I going to say? I think, you know, it's interesting that I'm glad we're having the turf conversation because it's, it's important. A, it's important and it's, yeah. and it's, and it's so difficult and it gets, Ugh. oh God, it gets so nasty and ugly nasty. And, and cruel online, cruel. honestly. And we've talked yeah. about that on the podcast yeah, before and the ways me. that some of it is so incredibly cruel. Um, uh, and I, what I think, what I think we do is that in order to avoid, in order to not be associated with the cruelty that mm -hmm. happens mm -hmm. where, you know, where say certain lesbians go, we don't want transgender women to be part of this community at right. all. We are right. we are not acknowledging that trans women, right. transgender women exist. That's like, not cool. That, no, yeah. or we no. want yeah. them to go away. Like cool. that is trans, trans men or women. Like mm -hmm. it's, that is very, that's on one side of yes. it. And yes. And that is not okay. Yes. And then you have the other side, which is a more nuanced conversation, which is where do, what do we, what are people's opinions or what are people's thoughts or what are people's understanding of facts on what is biology and also what is nurture and yep. how do those things and socialization, in, you know? socialization. And, you know, it, absolutely. That is a much, much, much more nuanced conversation when yes. we say, hey, we can all exist here. Let's just also acknowledge each person's individual yeah. trials because also i as a you know a, a cis woman like mm -hmm. i can't relate to what it feels like to grow up as a trans person That's right. yeah. of any gender yeah. and i would right. never say that i understand that because That's i right. because i don't that you wasn't don't. my that wasn't my experience and like i would never try to own that experience That's right so that's my point. So again, going back to my point being is I have been doing this activism for over 25 years. <laughs> I was in the gay community before. I'm an activist forever. That said, as a trans man, I really had to push through a lot of spaces, especially gay men spaces. They didn't want the man with the pussy coming into the yeah. space. They were like, ah! We like dick. We don't like pussy. I'm like, hold up. Wait a minute. It's totally cool, dude. But I did never pushed myself. I never said, fuck you. You're not good. I never did that. I said, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And I literally put myself in a space to say, ask me questions. Let me ease myself in. Now, gay men fucking love me. I'm like, they, they're the ones who buy my porn. They think I'm the coolest man in the world. And I have a pussy. So it's not like I'm coming to this conversation with no experience. I'm coming to this conversation with a lot of experience. That said, again, my experience as a trans man is different than a trans woman. It 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 really reminds me of um, you know, I know we've we we we've talked about this before and got a little blowback for it. You're gonna get blowback I, from yeah. it because no one wants yeah. to talk about it. Well, and and I you know I had suggested at one point that I honestly thought that in order to heal and like mm -hmm. really have a a, a a difficult and mm -hmm. nuanced conversation that where a lot of feelings gonna flare up. That there should be a sort of town hall is what I think, totally, honestly, like totally. an in-person moderated yep. and safe space yep. so but that you know, person, everyone feels free, yeah. but in person because, because when it happens online, oof. it is so, there's just no, there's no nuance that's well, possible because, because you're also not talking to human beings. No, you know? right. And also those people don't want to have a conversation. Oh, no, not tell at you, all. They no. do not because no. I get attacked at every university I speak at, everywhere I go, I'm a turf, I'm a transphobe, I'm blah, 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 blah. I'm like, show up. 
up and have a conversation with me. I will meet you at Starbucks. I will fucking meet you at Starbucks. Never. Crickets. They never fucking mm. show up. So those are the kind of people that are the attacking. Those are the people that are calling us turfs and true scum and cisgender scum. They call you cis scum. Do you know how upsetting that is to me? That is upsetting and wrong. I've built, put a lot of my time to build this community. I am respected around the world. Why? Because I don't say shit like that to the rest of the world. We're only 0.5% of the population. Transgender people are 0.5% of the population of the world. And so we need to be able to get people to like us in order to for us to move forward and able to have just the whole world at some time just say transgender is normal. Who the fuck cares? But they're making it hard for us to do that because they're pushing against the rest of the world and forcing people to accept them. Do you know people don't like me? Of course not. The cisgender world. There's people out there who want to kill me. But that said, I got a lot more cisgender people who love me and think I'm awesome. So, you know, you have to look at the pros and cons of, of how to get yourself out into the world where people respect you. And I'm telling you, pushing and punching people in the face will not get you that. No. And I think it's a I think it's a broader conversation, too, that yeah. goes even just beyond our community in yeah. terms of what the culture of like online online culture of online in general has become and Ugh. also this desire to uh to be to be seen which is mm -hmm. completely understandable mm -hmm. to be recognized to be given equal rights mm -hmm. and also the balancing of like well if you don't agree with me on every point fuck you right and like there it's 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 a it's delicate creating allyship mm -hmm. and but like why have to but be, why why no, it, it, no, I, i'm saying <laughs> no and i'm saying it's just it because i think well and i think this goes back to also younger generation too right, right. is well, there that, you like go. we have and i'll be the first person to admit that like i i definitely was more black and white when i was younger and i think sure. most of us are Me you know too. it takes with age comes nuance and, and then you get old like, enough that you go back to being black and white it's like <laughs> so so true. that's our experience that's, so that's real that is so true um but i think you know so i i can understand why you know the kids being raised in all of this they see mm -hmm. there are right words to say and there are wrong words to mm -hmm. say and if you don't agree with this then and you hate me and yeah. I, you know, and I'm just going to be angry about that mm -hmm. because I don't owe you any sort of kindness That's or right. any sort of understanding. That's and right. we have to understand that we all owe each other kindness and understanding. That's right. I respect. Think, like, exactly. It's respect. It's just, re it's respect. And we also, and also, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. No. And, and well, I was going to say, and also, you know, and this is something that I've thought about and, um, I'm engaged in, to a certain extent, in the Trump era, I would say mm -hmm. specifically, mm -hmm. that when someone says something to me uh, about me specifically or my community or a comment that I made or whatever, where they are just gunning for a fight and they are yeah. angry and yeah. it is accusatory and it is, and I don't care if it's on queer issues or if it's on anything else. Um, for me, I have to stop and I go, okay, where is this person coming from? Yeah. What is their experience yeah. that would potentially have led them to say this and think this? Yes. And what are they afraid of? Mm. And how instead of escalating, can I like de-escalate mm. and maybe try to listen a little? Mm -hmm. And what is it really, what, what is it gonna, 
what does it hurt me to just listen? And right. sometimes, like not all the time, sometimes people are just on an agenda and they're going to do what they're going to do and whatever. But sometimes when you take that approach, you'll be surprised. People will will yes. start bringing their defenses down a little yeah. bit. But good luck getting to uh, the transgender community specifically and the trans women community specifically with the lesbian cisgender community is insane. They are like clashing so I, right on now. both sides. I don't think one side is worse than the other. Both sides are being very kind of, well, you know, can I really ask you intense. Too, as a trans man, and specifically mm-hmm. coming out when you did, because that's mm-hmm. something that I definitely want to dive into. Because this is just yep. we just don't get to hear enough yep. um, uh, from people who came out twenty five years ago. I mean, yep. really. Yep. Um, but as a trans man, do you feel like you have gotten blowback from the lesbian community as well, or more oh, from that's the a gay great question. Or, yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So again, transitioning 25 years ago, and I was a very butch woman, and that was my community. They hated me. They called me a traitor. They literally called me a traitor. Uh, Nobody would speak to me. I lost wow, every single one of my yeah. friends. Everyone. Nobody would talk to me. And they were. They thought it was weird and disgusting. And and. But the funny part of that story is, I would say, fast forward 10 years later, I had a pretty much a lot of those women contact me and say, I want to transition. How do I do it? That's fascinating. So I was like, uh, I was that one side of me, those two little angel and devil. The devil was like, tell them to fuck off. And the angel angel was like, no, you have to help them. (laughs) So I let the angel come into play. And I, you know, but I had to really put my ego aside. I was pissed about it. I was like, but then, you know, I was ahead of my time. I was lucky enough to be able to do this. And now I'm here to help, you know, a younger generation. And like Nicole saying, you can understand maybe more like where that anger and hatred was coming from because it's like oh clearly you were grappling with something that you didn't even know was happening for you yet right on yeah because you were like literally a pioneer like these like we're saying this terminology this wasn't out there no it was not it It was not so 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 that said it was a very difficult space for me to transition because nobody helped me Mm -hmm. nobody I did not have I had one friend a gay man he was like duh dude you're such a dude (laughs) but like nobody helped me I had to find my own I was the first in Los Angeles to use this hormone doctor he had never done a trans man before he was like you're gonna be my guinea pig he basically said I'm gonna be his guinea pig his experiment I'm like uh well you know my mantra was if it doesn't work out I'll kill myself that was always what I said in the first five to ten years of my transition I said I'll just kill myself if I keep getting this way and I don't like it that was really my safety net and then same with my chop surgery the surgeon had never done surgery before on a trans man he's like I brought this new surgery from Belgium let me try it on you and I'm like uh that sounds familiar I'm a guinea pig again so I was really on some level an experiment in my early transition oh hey y'all You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, Here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately, my life has gotten way, way, way more busy, and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. 
me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious, y'all. Do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared? One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli, and it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all! What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here are some facts. Factor, they make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off! That's code COMINGOUTPOD50 at factormeals.com slash COMINGOUTPOD50. Get 50% off! Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, and I had heard, or not heard, I'd read um, on your, uh, a recent Instagram post, I think, that you had several doctors turn you down and yes. say that it was mutilation and exactly. they refused to do it. They refused oh, God, to touch my breasts. Yep. They were like, they were like, that's gross. That's mutilation. And I'm just like, uh. You're like, do but- you do implants? Yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah, to, me, that's, to me, that's crazy. That's exactly what I would have said. Well, it was sexist. It was misogyny. But, oh, it was total misogyny. Total misogyny. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah you're also- like, so you can enhance breasts, but you can't do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's also yeah. just, I mean, that's the same thing as everything that we were talking about previously. Because I think what we what we forget <laughs> is that we're still so early in yeah. this, like, understanding of it. Like, for yeah. someone to call 
of what is now a very common surgery mutilation yes. is mind blowing. Oh my god! Like when I think of all the people I know who've had that surgery, but just within yes. your lifetime, that was yes. called mutilation, and it's just like I think about how how it used to be not only like acceptable, but probably considered like forward thinking to say something like, "Well, I don't see color," and now right. when someone says that, we're like, "Okay, here are all the problems with that <laughs> statement." But it's just like, We've moved, we haven't moved that far yet within right. understanding gender. And I think that's maybe why that's things right. get so black and white. It's just, yeah, we're no, so it does, but you know, the problem with the gender thing is people are trying to sort of dismantle this idea that, you know, sex is biological. And that is just a stupid space to go to for our community to do that. It's disrespectful to biological people. It's disrespectful to say you as a biological woman don't really exist and it's all and that's not okay because biology is real. This is the one really problem with me and the transgender community is that we butt heads that way because they want to re sort of define what transgender means. Bitch, I had a fucking transition 25 years ago. Don't try to redefine my identity. They will not let me call myself a transsexual. I have to say transgender. And I that's when I came about I was wondering that. about yeah. that as I was, well. So would you, yeah, yeah. would you actually, I, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up again because I, I had thought that in the beginning. So mm-hmm. tell me what, um, what is the difference for you and why yeah. do you choose transsexual over transgender? Right on. Thank you for asking that. It's really yeah. important activism for me. So that said, when I transition, we call it transsexual. And I have what's called gender dysphoria, which is an actual medical term for somebody who does not fit in the body they were born in. It's real simple, kids. We don't need to fucking redefine the whole I, the whole termination of all that. I was born a woman, biologically. I didn't feel that way. I used testosterone. I got surgery. I now live fully as a man. My ID is male. Everything I do. I did not transition to be transgender. I transitioned so the world could see me as a man. Look at me. I am so happy. I have everything I've ever wanted. I'm successful in my businesses. I'm successful in my life. I'm successful in my love life. Everything. My sex life. I can't tell you that I have an amazing life. That said, I'm a transsexual. So what happened was that word sort of got mis taken out because the newer generation found it derogatory and antiquated and I'm like what and transgender became an umbrella term for everybody and everything so except transsexual so I said wait a minute this was about two years ago I said wait a minute this is not okay you are actually Mm -hmm. taking away my own my own choice of identity. Sure. It's like yep. me telling you you can't be non-binary. That's like ridiculous. Of course you can. But yeah. but I'm like, no, I'm not going to let you take this word and it's never going to be used again. So I started talking to the kids and I said, there's a difference between this transgender identity because that's an identity. They, they call themselves transgender. I do not call myself a trans man. I never have. I call myself a man. So that said, I'm telling the kids, if you want to transition to identity, you are probably transgender. But if you really feel like you are actually trapped in the wrong body and you really want to be a man and you really want to go through what I call a sex change, you're possibly transsexual, which is a medical condition called gender dysphoria. So so you see the difference. And then the community got pissed at me because I went in and I said, there's a difference between identity and an actual medical condition called dysphoria. So they said, well, you don't need dysphoria to be trans. That's what they said to me. And I'm like, wow. Really? So you don't need to love women to be a lesbian. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's that insane. They're like literally redefining lesbian. They're redefining 
transgender. The redefine. And I said, go ahead and call yourself transgender. That's totally fine. I'm not. I'm a transsexual man with gender dysphoria. I no longer have gender dysphoria. I actually cured myself because I had a sex change and I live fully as a man today. So I need to that to be really something people start to understand. Gender dysphoria is real. And if we do not connect the kids who have gender dysphoria, they will be like me and try to kill themselves mm. or kill themselves. And so my focus is kids who want to be male or female and move forward in their life and live their life in the binary. That's mm. my focus. Oh, that's so, so then, so then, so then, oh, because this is also a nuance. It's so um, out of there. So yeah. then, so no, no, no. So then, um, so then my question would be, cause we're talking, you know, again, which mm-hmm. I know will be obvious buzzwords mm-hmm. for certain people listening. Um, sure. you know, uh, like the biological quote unquote. Okay. Uh, but wait, male, before female, we move forward, but, yeah. I do want to, I do want to say this. To all the people out there who are going to be offended or hurt by what I'm saying, this is my story. These are my feelings and my opinion. In no way, shape, or form does it reflect the two people sitting in this space with me right now. It is exactly how I feel about things. You are more than welcome to contact me. You are more than welcome to have a conversation with me. I, 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 I am not saying you are lesser than. I need people to understand that. I'm not saying you are right, you are wrong, or you are right, and I am. No, no, no. I am saying all of us have our own space in this community. And when you start trying to take other people's spaces out, people like myself will push back on you, whether you like it or not. So please don't get your feelings hurt with this conversation. Please open your heart and hear what I'm saying, because I'm the guy who wants to have the fucking conversation. And if you don't want to have the conversation, you will be part of the problem. So I just need to say that before we move on. No, I'm, thank I, you. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> no, thank you for saying that. Um, well, and but I think I think this is fascinating. So, you know, in terms of um, it, the way when you're when we're talking about biology, mm-hmm. biology is obviously so interesting because yeah. we we've always conceptualized or I think, um, yeah, until sort of we found out more about mental health and stuff mm-hmm. and started associating mental health with physical health because your brain is in your body, mm-hmm. you know, like. <laughs> And that actually, there's all, it's all um, So, but when we talk, so then when we talk about biological male or female, it's it's interesting because I feel like the way in which you're talking about it is we're separating uh, the the like um, like reproductive anatomy mm-hmm. yes. from the biological brain thought. Yes. Because you're saying I'm a I'm a man with gender dysphoria, so I am a man. That's and right. so then so then is the issue that you're finding with people who are pushing back mm-hmm. that you're like, no, we can't deny the reproductive anatomy exactly. we're born with, but our our brain biology different. is is different. Different. And that's okay that those two things can exist simultaneously. A hundred percent. My brain is totally male. That's why. But I was okay. born in a female, uh, genetically uh, female body. This I is can what I'm... never. I have a vagina. I actually have a reproductive system. Now, men. Now, here's what people need to understand. We need biology. You need to be. Kids are come out. When you come out of your mommy or wherever you're coming out of, you get it. You have a vagina or a penis. This is how they determine your sex. Sex is different than gender. That's the other thing people don't understand right okay, actual so sex what, yeah. yes and so my sex is female gotcha. because i have a vagina so, so that said it doesn't mean i'm any less of a man on some level i just got fucked up and born in the wrong fucking body basically but i fix it with medical help and that 
look at that's the thing I want the world and people in my community to see. I fixed the problem. I have an amazing life and I did it through medical transitioning. And in no way, shape, or form am I better than anybody else. I am just saying that my transition saved my fucking life. And it can mm-hmm. save a lot of people's lives. We're not all trans. We're not all non-binary. We're not all these new identities that are very important. Don't think they're not. They are. But my identity is important too. And yeah. so I don't understand why I can't say I'm biologically female without somebody getting butt hurt. That's what I don't understand. Well, and it's not fair because you self, and this is, we've talked about this at yeah. nauseum uh, on the podcast. Yes. Self identity. Yes. Yes. You, you can, people should not tell you how to That's identify. Right. You identify with the labels and the words and the That's terms right. that you are comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Like, Period. End of story. So I mean, I've talked about this many times with um, when it comes to because I'm bisexual mm-hmm. and the pressure that a lot of bisexual people are being put under to change to pansexual. I'm bisexual too, so I, and, I fully get you. Yeah. yeah. And but like but like there's been and not all certainly not yeah. all pansexual people are mm-hmm. you know push it or anything. Mm-hmm. But there is a subsect that mm-hmm. push that you know the B should be dropped from LGBT oh, and it should be replaced with a P. And you're like, what? What? You, like what? like. <laughs> I, I have no problem with you existing. That's right. You, you, yeah. you identify however See you See how they want to eliminate us? Because they're fearful. That's it's what you just, need to understand. People who are fearful will shut shit down. That's why they try to stop me from speaking at universities. And I'm like, mm. wait a minute. Isn't the higher education, yeah. whatever the fuck you want, aren't we supposed to be pushing you to think? Aren't we supposed to be taking your brain out of the fucking way you're being taught to think? And put, if, you, if we stop people like me coming to universities, where's your critical thinking? Hmm. And it's not like you're a white supremacist. Exactly. <laughs> like, if you were a white Hilarious. supremacist, I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, right. That's the line. Right, That's right. Line. Yeah, right. We're not going to do that. But I'm a tranny. I'm yeah. a faggot. I'm a, I, <laughs> my girlfriend is Jewish. I'm like, I can keep going on and yeah, on. I'm, yeah, I'm on yeah, every yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, not a white supremacist. So wait, so I have a yeah. question then. So yeah. to all of that, now, how do you feel about because we're talking about self-identifying, if somebody Mm. identifies as transgender, Mm -hmm. but you perceive like everything they're saying to be transsexual, is that, Uh do you feel like that's okay though? Because if for whatever reason they want to Yes, I think the younger generation loves the word transgender. And of course, that's 100% okay. okay. Again, I don't care how you ID. And there are transgender people like me, but they prefer to use the transgender like... Label. Right, that's that what I'm is, getting at. But so for it, yeah. me, yes, I don't so push you anybody be able, to use it. That's great. Then, so yes. you, so by that yes. same token, you're like, look, I want to use this term that you right. happen to find offensive, but it feels right to me. Like we had my buddy JD yeah. on who identifies as a faggot, and there you I go. know people who will not tolerate that gay men who are like do not say that in my presence and that's fine yeah what and that's queer? fine too but it's all fine queer. for him yeah, yeah exactly so it's yeah. just like let people identify as feels right to them I it's think an entitlement is, thing it really statement. is an entitlement thing well yeah. and it's um because the, the thing is that each of us i mean again when we talk about each of us are our own little snowflakes right mm-hmm. and our own, yeah, our own little totally. individual snowflakes and and we're you know we bring each, all of our 
our own identities. What mm-hmm. builds identity is experience, mm-hmm. right? And no two people have the same experience, mm-hmm. nope. even if they fall under a similar umbrella. I That's mean, right. the amount of diversity within our own community is Wow, it's huge. Yeah. And and I think like the, the, the closer that we can get to just saying, I respect your experience because that's your experience. Right. Like that's okay. So somebody bump, you know, if it bumps up yeah. against some of my thoughts about how things are supposed to be, let's talk about that so that we're not negating each other's experiences. You but, know. But I think that conversation thing has really not been. Um, uh, it's a skill. It's a skill. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we have not taught that skill to this newer generation on some level. We've taught, we've given them social media, which g- gives them this pass to just fucking go insane and throw up on everybody. That said, <laughs> I, I heard an amazing thing somebody just told me, and it was very profound on, on some level because I get attacked uh, from the community because, as you see, I'm very, very, very opinionated on some level. And so the person told me, you know, these people attack our in our own community because nobody and the outside will listen to them. So they attack their own people because that's where they get the response from. Think about that for a minute. And I thought, wow, that's very profound. Because people outside of this community are like, whatever, you nutcake. I'm not talking yeah. to you. And they don't even fucking. But then I respond uh, to them because that's what they're looking for. Nicole, they're yeah, hurt. Our community is full of hurt. It's full of hurt. I'm not going to I'm not gonna deny that. We have so much hurt and pain. That's why self-IDing trans for a younger generation. I'm talking about kids who are 10, who are 11, who are like, I'm trans and I want to have a trans. I'm like, wait a minute. You cannot let a 10-year-old self-idea as trans. We need to get them into mental health care. We need to start talking to them about their role and what that means. Maybe they're gay. Maybe they aren't even really trans. So you understand what I'm saying? No, and sure. And maybe they are trans, but also that time will either uh, yes. either negate or confirm that. Right and on. I, I know. I think the, the like, oh, that's such a difficult conversation. Oh, uh, that like, one really is age, very difficult. The yeah. age and the like, yep. well, but you have to start hormones at a certain time in order That's to not true. like negate certain stuff. It's just, oh, but it is, yeah, it, it is a Look, it is a look, my friend, yes, I had a fucked up situation because I ended up going through puberty and getting tits and having my period and I'm a dude and it was sucky. But that said, look at me today. Mm-hmm. I am not a bad person. I didn't get hormone blockers. I didn't get to transition at 10. I didn't. I'm not saying my life was, my. I didn't have a bad childhood. So I don't think 10-year-old kids should be taking hormone blockers, every single one of them. And I don't think all kids necessarily are trans because they say they are. They're given this opportunity to say this now because they have social media at 10. And they got YouTube and they got all of these things going there. I never even knew what trans was at 10. I, I couldn't even and like I just felt like a boy and th- so you, you understand what I'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this is um how do I hmm, I'm trying to think of like that's a hard it. conversation it's so hard it's to really have a conversation yeah I think yeah. and this is my mission statement for life but I think everything mm-hmm. needs to be taken on a case-by-case basis there and I think there is, there is a Amen. difference between a child that's who right. is like sobbing saying like i shouldn't have a penis and is talking about killing themselves at it at it at an age where you shouldn't even know what that is then yeah and i think that we need to as a as a community as a queer community be careful about making generalizations within that because now i'm not a parent but i 
I want to believe that as a parent, you can tell the difference between a child who is exploring or playing or like when I, I am a, a parent. Or, I have a seven-year-old child. Then you I am a parent. Don't I have a seven-year-old. So he, I'm around kids. It's not like I'm not around kids. I'm around all these seven-year-old boys, mostly boys. Oh, they're boys. They're just fucking boys. Now, if I saw one of those boys kind of acting a certain way, maybe I would actually watch that situation. But again, I'm going to go back to this. Seven-year-old, ten-year-olds, they play with gender. Don't tell me right. Two didn't play with gender when oh, you were no, a kid. No, totally. And the difference between totally. that or a child who is clearly in distress and That's like right. talking yes. about That's killing right. themselves. Like, which is so terrifying when children terrifying. do that. Because it's like, oh, there is something here. And and I do Yeah, well, but and that's yeah. and that's yeah, go ahead. No, and I but I I I think it's not honestly all that much different than mm-hmm. you know than gay or lesbian exactly. or bisexual. It's exactly. Where where yes. you go, you know what? When it when the kid is taught that it's wrong and the only thing that they see around them is this is wrong, this right. is a sin, this is an right. abomination, this is fill in the blank, then like that's when like despair hits. Or if they don't see any examples of anything mm-hmm. that they could identify with, mm-hmm. that's when despair hits, right? right? right but on. as if we, there is a difference between showing the great rainbow yeah. of diversity that yes. we have and just being like everything is okay yes. versus are you this are you that are you yep. like label yourself label yourself and yep. i think that we we can get uh a little bit bogged down a lot bogged down yes. in labels because even in this even in this community that wants you know a, a lot of ways wants everything to just be fluid <laughs> we also still as humans and as people in yeah. society have this like desperate need to name things and to get things out of the gate and yeah. i think like we need to give people and certainly children time to explore thank you explore I mean, is huge yeah. that's the word because if 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 yep. then to your point Lauren because if we do if we are creating these the the kind of public atmosphere where kids just grow up with gay people and lesbians and bisexual people and trans people and you know and and they're just they see mm-hmm. that and it's all normal mm-hmm. and they still are like I'm sobbing and going to kill myself right. if I don't do this right now then you're like holy shit we're doing it you That's know, right. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, or if they're going, huh, that might be me. I don't know. Right. It feels like me today. Right on. Right. There's, there's a difference. The, difference. The, the, I won't even call it an argument, but the like talking point that I've seen that drives me crazy is people are like, well, when I was a kid, like I pretended to be a cat for a year, but I wasn't really a cat. <laughs> and I'm like, there is a difference between <laughs> yes. someone wearing cat ears Idiots. and drinking their milk at a table or yeah. a child screaming yeah. and crying, I'm a boy, I'm a boy, can't That's you see right. I'm a boy? And it's like, I need to believe that parents can tell the difference between those two things so that argument really pisses me off because i'm like no one they're like well what should we reassign kids to be cats and it's like don't fucking make it like these are similar things there's always idiots like that who don't fucking get it and it's why i speak why i'm lucky to be on your podcast and why i'm lucky to be on so many podcasts because i need people to hear that yes there are fucking transgender kids no doubt in my fucking mind but 
every fucking kid that says they're trans today, there's no way. The, the, the fucking rate of kids transitioning is insanity. And you want to know what? There's Mostly it's little girls to boys. Did you know that? I didn't the, know the that. The majority of the kids transitioning are little girls to boys. That's fascinating to me. That is really I, I have... Okay, so I have because we're just here, so we may as well. And if we ended up editing, that's right. Me <laughs> you can edit this, it out. Then yeah, we edit it out. out <laughs> um, but you know what you just said, and then some sort of culmination of things that have been said during this conversation. Something that has been a sticking point for me that I have to say, I've spoken with a couple other women within the community about this, um, uh, who are who are cis-identifying, um, but I, I personally have a lot of trouble with the sort of way in which people definitively say gender is a construct Ugh. because I do Ugh. feel that it negates my own experience That's right. in a really intense way. And yeah. um, if it feels like a construct for that person, mm -hmm. then like, Great. live your life live your truth you mm. you undo whatever construct you feel you're living in mm. by all means but I, my gender isn't a construct thank Don't you we have like, a similar thing i remember yeah it's it, yeah it, it, it's 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 not it's something that um is as much a part of my identity as my bisexuality That's you right. know as my queerness as my as my it, mm. it just is and i I think um, part of what upsets me is I think that I have felt pressure personally, and this might be perceived in my own brain. I will say that, but I have felt some pressure to identify as non-binary because of wow. the way that I present. Really? Wow. Yeah, I've had some of that, uh, not to mention that the entertainment industry, which makes everything oh, worse all the sure. time, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just makes everything worse yeah. all the time because they capitalize on everyone's yeah. totally. you Because they're getting more breakdowns for it. Like, right. Yeah, they're, yeah, the they're like, could yeah. you just use they, that's them right. so that like, we can send yeah, you in for this role? It's horrific. fucking yeah. horrific and absurd. It's so and offensive and to it people is. who very it's strongly offensive. identify with that. But anyway, it is an abuse But no one is surprised that the industry is abusing No one's surprised by that but what upsets me and what i hope what what i guess what my hope is or my, my fear and my hope for specifically women coming up and i'm glad we're yeah. having this conversation yeah. uh, specifically but like my fear for women coming up is that is that if they if they don't feel like they fit the femininity construct, That's which right. I do think is a construct. That's yeah, the construct, well, right. not gender. Gender roles are a construct. Yes, or that's gender right. norms don't feel like they are fit the gender, the gender construct. The, yes. the, the gender roles, the the, yeah. the the femininity, that whole that's thing. That's right. That suddenly they go, well, I'm now I'm just they them. I'm not I'm not a woman, or you know, mm. I'm going to uh, uh, reject that. Mm -hmm. There is. Oh, is a, is such a fine line and like I can't I I don't know the experience of going of saying I'm gender fluid that said I feel very androgynous at times I and I also feel um 
I play a lot with my masculinity and femininity. But that doesn't mean you're not a woman. No, and that's or, always been the case for me forever, too. Like, always. No, but and that's someone, the thing that's upsetting to me. Why can't you just be a masculine woman? Well, and that's the thing, is I think we need to, as a community, also respect yes. that we don't, ha- like, that identifying with any given pronouns mm. doesn't mean you have to adhere to a certain presentation. That's right. Right like, on. It doesn't mean that we have to adhere to what, uh, you know, we're learned, cult- we're, we're taught culturally is yep. supposed to be a woman, you know, yep. like it just doesn't. And nope. I, ah, I get very, very frustrated about that. And I just hope, I just really, really hope that in this conversation that we're having specifically around non-binary uh-huh. things, that while we are embracing of gender fluidity, we mm-hmm. are also equally embracing of just breaking stereotypes of what it is to be a woman and saying Thank it's you. still okay if that's how you feel. Yes. If that's how you feel. Yes. It is still very much okay to be a woman yes. and not look anything like women are supposed to look. That's right. You know? Or that's act right. the way that women are supposed to act. Mm-hmm. That shit is a construct. That's the construct. And that's what yeah. I get into fights with people all the time. Like, gender is not the construct. The way we act is the construct my hyper I'm hyper masculine this is a construct that I picked up when I was a child and I saw all those badass dudes and I wanted to be a motherfucker and I wanted to be all tattooed and and I and I am and that was my (laughs) idea of masculinity and that's who I wanted to be that is a construct of masculinity not my gender male female all that now that said non-binary gender fluid it's badass that these kids can actually take this on but to force all of us by saying gender is a construct and you're just fucking patriarch you're helping the patriarchy i'm like i'm the least part of the patriarchy what are you fucking talking about i have a vagina you idiot yeah i don't think the patriarchy <laughs> would be like embracing you as like exactly. this is our guy that's spokesperson for the patriarchy yeah no but that conversation is brilliant and i hope you keep that in there because some kids need to hear that they do, just because they feel masculine does not make them a man and they might just be a butch woman so yeah, I that's feel, okay too that is awesome Awesome. Are you kidding me? Butch women rule. I wish I could have stayed as a butch woman, but I couldn't. That said, I do feel like there's this push against butch women. And you know, I'm going to tell you, this is factual. A butch person reached out to me and said, I feel pushed by the other butch women who have transitioned to be men. I feel pushed that they're telling me that I have to be transgender. That being a butch woman is not where you're supposed to be anymore. I'm like, what? Like, this is actually something that somebody actually said to me. And I'm like, what is happening? People but you know what, though? That's funny, like, to, to, to lift it a little bit out of, like, the seriousness of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not dissimilar in a weird way to how I feel about my friends who have kids pressuring me to have kids. Now. Where I'm like, they're on the other side of this. And they're like, well, you're the same age that I was when that happened. And we're, you know, and you're married. And so, yeah. uh, and I love having kids. So kids, be part of the, and you're like, right whoa, that is to- that's so okay yeah. for you. Yeah. And I so see yeah. why that works for you. I have people who have, who have transitioned need to not be telling butch women. like That's on, right. Be-. And butch women similarly need to not be telling people who have transitioned. You're just that's a butch right. woman. Why did you that's do this? That's right. That's it. my like, point. Just everyone has their own experience. And there's room for both. It can be true for both of them. And for usually everybody. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's as horrible. someone who, you know, 
is interested in a lot of different kinds of people and attracts a lot of different kinds of people. I'm like, bring on the butch women, bring on the trans right men. Like, come on. Like, yeah. it's great. There's I mean, why not? We're actually everybody. very lucky. We are lucky to be bisexual. I, I actually call myself a pig. That's how I, ah. I, I'm like, I'm not saying no. Like, what are you talking about? Bring it on. So I think people are jealous of us because we can li- literally have everything. I have said <laughs> I do think it's like more evolved because it's it not is. limited to like you're That's having right. an individual experience with each individual you encounter as right opposed on. to being like, I shut myself off to like this and that. And I'm just yep, like, That's oh. right. Um. So... Okay, so before we 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 take off, and I'm so, like honestly, I'm so glad that this has been a major. It's a major departure from how yep. we normally right like, on. run yeah. the podcast, but in okay. in a in a great way, um, right. because also because it's just so difficult to talk. I know, about I'm terrified stuff. to talk about this. Stuff. I feel sorry for the terrified. for you that you can't. I feel sorry, yeah. and you know, and then when you do release this, you're gonna get people saying shit. But I again, I'm gonna reiterate to the people out there who feel like they need to come down on these two beautiful people. Please do <laughs> not do that. They had me on the show in order to have a fucking critical, awesome conversation that needs to be. They wanted to talk about it just as much as I do. So you know, people out there want to have this conversation. So if anything. I hope it opens the doors for people to start understanding the conversation creates change. Yeah. And I'll also say like, it's okay. Obviously, if you guys disagree with, right. with things that we said, That's we're right. not all going to agree. I mean, like I can say for myself, I'm constantly trying to keep my mind open and, mm-hmm. and hear different people and different experiences mm-hmm. and, um, try to come from a place of non-judgment. So I just, I want, personally want all of our listeners to know that like, I I respect the hell out of you guys and however you identify and whatever, you know, words feel empowering to you because that's, it's so important. And, and we support all of you. And I, and I, I know that we're not always going to agree, but I, I hope that you know that, I respect each and every single one of you yeah. and how all of you identify. Co-sign right all of that. And I also am very cognizant of the fact that I am at an age where I am unable on some level to yeah, sure. connect or understand. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can try, but I'm still going to have these questions. And like, there's just going to be a break with the way the world that I grew up in and the way yes. That people who are younger than me, and that's been really hard to come to terms with as I get I older. Know. But I of know course. that now. Like, there is no way I can fully understand nope. a 25-year-old experience. I just nope. can't. And I'm going to start sounding outdated. <laughs> no, but it's conference. real. Yeah, and I'm going to fight real. against it. But I acknowledge that. And, like, yes. now I can still, like, the Butch Genocide article, like, no. Mm-hmm. I know, like, I know that I do not believe that that is yeah. happening. It's yeah. also and written with like such malice with and cruelty. Such malice. Right. Uh, right. Like, but I think right. we've talked about like we talked about that same token. It's like I don't want I don't want a butch woman writing an article saying, look at all these poor transgender youths who are actually butch, in the same yeah. way that I don't want transgender youths to say, look at that older woman who doesn't realize she's transgender because she grew exactly. up in the wrong time and she's not really a butch woman, she's a trans right. man. Like I just want yeah. everyone to be like, this is my experience. Right. 
No, it, that's the way it should be. But we're, yeah. we're, we are so, for me, I'm just about the kids. I'm going to leave it at that. And yeah. I see kids being put in positions where I, and they even, I'm not saying this out of my ass. They literally write me this shit. So they're like, am I trans? I feel pressured into, the, they actually feel pressured from their own community. And I'm like, you know, I'm so glad I'm such an old tranny because I didn't have this pressure from this community. I was alone. And because of that, I think that's why I'm so sort of focused and I knew exactly mm-hmm. what I wanted to be. I would mm-hmm. hate to have all these different things pointing at me so in that leaving here I want to let you know that I appreciate you people so much it is so important to have these conversations I know how hard it is the listeners out there you must understand how hard it is to hear this it it might be killing you you might fucking hate me beyond belief but if we do not start to have these conversations our whole LGBTQIA community will be taken out and we will never have the freedoms that we have worked our asses off to have today so that's all I want everybody to We do to have so, a lot of infighting in our community yes. right now. Amen. I, I, and, and that's there hard is, to watch. There mm-hmm. is just no way out but through. Like, nope. we absolutely yep. have to get in the shit absolutely. with one another and have very uncomfortable conversations in absolutely. order to be a much more cohesive, empathetic community. We Thank really, you, really people. do. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank I love you guys. You. Thank you. Thank oh, you. this has been wonderful. Thank you. Uh, okay, right where can people find you? Oh, I'm yeah. easy. <laughs> I'm so easy. <laughs> Buckangel.com, Instagram Buckangel, Twitter Buckangel. I have Buckangel official on Facebook, but I don't really use Facebook. Yeah. Much. It's kind of a shit show. Yeah. So I'm all about Instagram. So reach out to me. Anybody, if you really want to have a conversation with me, reach out to me. I'm fucking willing to have it with yes. you. Seriously, I am. Thank you for putting that out there because I right do on. think that. Yeah, yeah. Right on. I yeah. hope people Thank do you that. So I hope people do that. Yeah, I do too. Um, I am at Nicole Payson on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Lauren Flans on Twitter, Lauren underscore Flans on Instagram. We are at Coming Out Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Our hashtags are hashtag Coming Out Pod. Hashtag, hashtag Find Ricky. Ricky. Shout out to our patrons, Zet, Janice, Jim W, Kim, Adri, Isis, Sarah, BeyondClexa.com, Simone, Kaz, Tanya, Jolene, Manda, Tia, Sarah Wilson, Pooh, and former guests, Kieran Smiley, Vanessa Hunt, and Kirsten Vangsness. If you would like to be on that list or check out any of our tiers of giving, you can go to patreon.com slash coming out pod. We appreciate y'all so much and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.